Happy Monday. This is your girl, Tough Tiff, and I want to thank you for joining me today on a brand new episode of Tell Tough Tiff All About It. And I promise you, I have an awesome show planned for you today. But before we get on with the show, I just want to ask, how are you doing? I mean, tell me the truth. How are you really doing? Well, I hope everyone is doing well in your family, and I hope you are doing well. Because a lot of times we just don't know what people are going through. So if you're going through something right now, I would like to encourage you to know that trouble don't last always. So whatever you might be going through, trust that God will not only see you through, but he will bring you through. So stay in there, stay encouraged, don't give up. It will get better. And hopefully today's show will put a smile on your face, make you laugh a little bit, or maybe it will encourage you in some kind of way. So before we get into the topics of today's show, you know I have to bring to you the national holidays that we're celebrating. So we have a couple holidays that are being celebrated today. One is National Kitten Day. Yes, you heard me right. Today is National Kitten Day. So all of you cat lovers out there, if you love a kitten, you should get you one. You know, you can always adopt one. And they're so adorable. They are cute. I have to admit, I'm more of a dog lover, but kittens are really nice pets to have. So celebrate if you have your own kitten or if you would like to get one then this is your way of celebrating National Kitten Day. And we're also celebrating another special holiday. And this is Don't Step on a Bee Day. Yes, you heard me right. Don't step on a bumblebee. Now, I'm going to tell you, I'm not a big fan of bumblebees. I try to stay out their way. When I see a bumblebee, I let them do them. I'm just like, I, hey, I, I understand. You got to do what you got to do. Just don't bother me. <laughs> so I don't bother bumblebees. So I'm not going to try to step on a bumblebee, let alone do anything else. So when I see a bumblebee, I just let them do what they got to do. Let them take care of their business. And I just go on the other side or wherever I might be. But today, just kind of keep that in mind. Try not to step on a bumblebee. And just think about it. If you do step on a bumblebee, what if you see one of their partners and one of their partners see you step on them? Now they're going to come after you because they saw what you did. So you got to think about that. You don't want to get an angry bumblebee coming after you. I've been there, done that. So trust me, if you can, avoid a bumblebee, okay? And please do not step on a bumblebee today. So that's the holiday that we're celebrating. And last but not least, we're celebrating National Pina Colada Day. And yes, I'm like a lot of you. I love my tropical drinks. And Pina Colada is one of my favorite drinks to have. And it's one thing about Pina Colada, a lot of people don't know, but the name for the drink actually came from the basis of its creation. Pina, which means pineapple, and colada means strain. So this is just a delicious, delicious mix of all the things that you can even think about, Caribbean and tropical. And what they do, they mix the pineapple juice and they mix that together with a rich coconut cream. Mm-mm-mm. And then you add your favorite white rum, just a little bit, and some ice, and voila, you have pina colada. So today, while you out on the beach getting sand in between your toes, or you just had a massage and you want to relax, or maybe you want to take a hot bubble bath and sit back and listen to some soft R&B or jazz music, make sure that you get you some pina colada to drink. So today, don't forget, we're celebrating National Pina Colada Day. Well, I don't know about you, but I'm ready to get on with the show. So I'm ready to jump into my car. It's time to buckle up. Make sure you got your seat belts on. Check all your mirrors. And let's start up our cars. And let's get ready to hit the road, the free leg, freeway of love. Because we have a lot to discuss today. And like I say to all my listeners, I'm not no doctor. I'm not no expert. But I do know a thing or two about love. And I just want to help you 
encourage you in some kind of way based on my own personal experiences that I've had with relationships. I hope that it will help you on your journey to find love or to make your relationship healthier and better so you can have an everlasting love. So here we go. My first question for us today to talk about. Are you ready, ladies and gentlemen? Now, this is for grown folks, okay? So it shouldn't be no kids listening to the show. This is for a mature audience. Just in case, you know, I might say some things that might be, you know, I'm going to say for grown folks, a little mature audience. So if you have any kids in the room, tell them to step out now while we hit the freeway of love. All right, so here we go. First question. It reads, Dear Tough Tiff, that's me. I have been with my husband for 10 years and we are ready to move on and have kids. Well, I thought we were ready to have kids, but this just show you may not know everything about your spouse or your significant other because after 10 years of marriage, I thought I knew everything about my husband, but come to find out that he got fixed. Now he know I wanted kids, cause I don't have any. I've never had the opportunity to be a mother. Now he has two sons from a previous relationship, but now I'm ready to be a mother. We've been together for 10 years. We have traveled, we've done enough, by ourselves so I'm ready to add to our family and now he tells me that he have got fixed and that he don't want kids he like I have my two sons I'm good but what about me tough tiff now we're having problems we're not seeing eye to eye on things and I'm just afraid that this might be the end of our marriage and I don't know what to do. Tough Tiff, please help me. I want a baby. Hmm. Wow. This is a tough one. Um, she ended the letter, said her name is TT. I'm not sure if that's her real name, nickname, but that's okay. That's how I'm going to address her with this question. TT First of all, congratulations on being married for 10 years. So you've already established a good relationship because usually it's that seven year, you know, what they call the seven year itch that, you know, usually people have issues in their marriage. So the fact that you have passed those seven years and you are 10 years in this relationship, marriage, that's a beautiful thing. So congratulations on that. Now, let's talk about the issue that you're having. This is part of communication. These are some things that should have been talked about before you guys decided to commit and decided to become husband and wife. And I'm not pointing the fingers, no judgment. I'm just saying these are some things and hopefully this will help other couples that might be thinking about getting married. These are some of the things that you want to talk about. You want to talk about finances. You want to talk about where you want to live. Do you want a house? Do you want to rent a house? Do you want to purchase a house? Do you want to live in an apartment? You know, these are some things you need to talk about. Um, Do you think you might want to purchase a vehicle? You know, somebody might want a new car. Then you also want to talk about, do you want to become parents? Because believe it or not, there are some people that just don't want to have kids. And that's their preference. You know, it might be for different reasons. But in this case, your husband already had two kids. Now, I don't know what you guys talked about as far as when you had mentioned to him, you don't have any kids and he knew eventually you wanted to be a mother. I don't know if he told you that he agreed that he would have a kid with you. I'm not sure when he had surgery, you know, to get fixed. But these are some of the things that should have been talked about beforehand. But since it didn't happen, it's okay. Because now it's important to talk about it. Because like you said, you want to be a mother. You've never had the opportunity to to enjoy motherhood. 
and to, to see bringing in a life in the world. And that's a beautiful blessing from God. It's a gift to be a mother. So I understand how you feel. Now, I'm not sure how many conversations you have had with your husband. Like you said, it's causing friction now. You're having some issues. And now you're concerned that this could end the marriage. Well, this is when you need to sit down and communicate. Not talk at him, but talk to him. So I don't know how you guys have been communicating, but you have to listen to each other's concerns. And for me, if I was you, I would sit my husband down. First of all, you always want to start off positive. Always. You want to let him know how much you appreciate him for being who he is, who being a good provider, being a good partner, being a good friend, and being your good husband. And then you want to tell him why this is important to you, why you want to be a mother, why it's important for you to have that experience as a mother, and why does he want to allow you to be a mother? What is his issue? I understand he have kids from a previous marriage, but what is the main issue here? Can you compromise? I don't know how many kids you want. Maybe you could say, I just want one child with you. Maybe he'll compromise. Maybe he can have surgery to reverse what was done. You know, just let him know, I want to have at least one child with you. And then I won't ask any more for us to have kids. Or if he's just really against it, you could always do artificial assimilation. That's one way. Um, there's also fostering. There's also adopting. These are other alternatives, I'm just saying. But I will really sit down and talk with him and let him know your concerns. Because when you're in a marriage, it's a compromise. You have to compromise. It can't just be one way for the, for the husband or one way for the wife. You guys have to compromise. And I would say if you sit down and really tell him why this is important to you, that you want to experience motherhood and let him know you're willing to have at least one child. If you don't, you know, he already have two, so it could be financial reasons, you know, maybe why he don't want any more kids. I don't know, like I said, when he had this surgery, you know, but it can be reversed. I know people have done it and they had more kids, so that shouldn't be an issue. And if he really loves you, I don't see why he wouldn't compromise, at least to give you one child that you guys can have together. And I'm quite sure you're probably an awesome stepmother to his sons, but it's nothing like having your own, so I definitely understand that. So I would just say, sit down, before you do it, pray. Pray to God, ask God to give you the right words. So like I said, so this way, it's not like you're talking at him, but you're talking to him. And just really express your feelings. Let him know why this is important to you. And can he compromise? And then after you express your thoughts, then give him the opportunity to express his thoughts back to you. And see if you guys can compromise in some sort of way with one another. But I really feel 10 years of marriage, I don't think this is worth ending the marriage. I think this can be worked out with just a lot of communicating and also praying. And if you have to, you might have to get maybe a third party involved. You know, I'm not sure what your religion might be. You might could get your pastor or maybe, you know, might have to get, you know, a counselor of some sort, a marriage counselor, you know, someone that can just be there as a third party that won't you know, cause any judgment or be biased, but just listen to both parties and then give suggestions of what you guys can do to work this out. But I think that it can be worked out. Like I said, 10 years of marriage, that's a blessing. That's a beautiful thing. And you don't want to end it based on this. I know this is important to you and hopefully your husband will be willing to compromise and you guys can work something out. But I wish you the best. This was tough. This was a very tough question. It was a good question. And like I said, this is something that should be talked about before you get married. These are some things that's important. Talk about your finances. Talk about where you want to live. Talk about do you want to have kids. This way you know beforehand. So this way you'll know if this is your person. This way you'll know 
if this is something you, you know, will be able to, to work with, to, to accept, because if you knew this beforehand, then maybe you could have made a different decision. Not saying you wouldn't have married him, but this could have been talked about beforehand, got everything out the way and resolved. But now you're here, but I wish you the best. I hope things work out for you guys. Please follow up with me and let me know what happened. But I really believe that you guys can work this out, okay? But the best of luck to you, TT. Just talk to them. Tell them how you feel. Wow, that was a good question. All right. Are we still on the road for love? We got to pay attention. We got to watch the signs as we drive. And like I said, you got to watch out for red flags. You know, does this person drink? Does this person smoke? Does this person like to hang out late at night? Does this person, you know, uh, have, you know, different things that, you know, habits that you don't like? You know, you got to think about, you know, things that they might feel or care about that you may not feel or care about. So these are just some of the things you want to keep in mind. Look at them red flags. Are they jealous? You know, do they seem like they have gambling issues? You know, these are just some red flags that you got to pay attention to. Do they spend a lot of money on unnecessary things? You know, so think about these things when you're meeting people for the first time and see, is this your person? But that was a very good question. All right, we ready to move on to the next question. All right, my next question is from a young lady from Washington, D.C. Shout out to all my listeners in Washington, D.C. I love it. Thank you so much for tuning in to Tiff the Truth. And here is the question for the day. All right, we still watching out. We on the road now, so you got to pay attention at all times. And don't switch lanes until you look both ways. Make sure that you don't have nobody too close to you because that's what happens in relationships. Sometimes we, you know, we so busy paying attention one way and then we're missing them red signs to the left of us, the red signs to the right of us. And you don't want to look back and then miss out what's going on in front of you. So you got to always pay attention. Always look ahead. All right. So here we go. Question number two. It says, Dear Tough Tiff, that's me. I'm from Washington, D.C. And I have been with my guy for a year. And I felt it's time for us to take it to the next level. So I didn't keep up with the traditional things. I decided that I was going to propose to my boo. So I did it big. We was on a yacht. Yes, I rented out a whole yacht for our family and friends because it was also his birthday. So we were celebrating his birthday, so I decided why not propose to him in front of all of our family and friends. So we was having a good time on this yacht. We party, party, party. The food was good, the drinks was flowing. Everybody was having a great time. I was looking good myself. And I said, you know what? This is the perfect time to do it. So it was like getting close to midnight. And we still had more time to party on the boat. That wasn't an issue. But I just wanted to do it before midnight because his birthday would have been over. So I got on the mic and I said, I want to get everybody's attention. And I was like, come on, boo, come up to the front. I said, you know, everybody looking and everybody, nobody had no idea what was going on. I didn't tell anyone. I didn't even tell my mother. So he comes up to the front, and he's smiling and everything. And I said, I hope you're enjoying yourself. I hope you're having a good time. He was like, yeah, baby, this is beautiful. I really appreciate it. You got everybody here as far as my family, my friends, my coworkers. So he was really appreciative of everything I've done for him. So I was like, well, I got one more thing I want to do for you. And then I got on my knees, and he looking at me, and everybody was like, oh, my gosh, you know. And I said, I love you so much, and I don't want to spend another day without you. Will you marry me, boo? So everybody clapping, jumping up and down. The DJ, he was playing the music. And I'm thinking he was going to say yes. But tough tiff, my boo said no. Broke my heart. Everybody was like, what? It was so quiet in there that you can hear a pen drop on the floor. 
And I looked up and he pulled me up and he said, I love you, baby, but this is not the way it should go. He said, I should be the one proposing to you, not not you proposing to me. And then next thing I know, he took the ring and put it back in the box that I had it and closed it up and said, let me do it when the time is right. And so I was just hurt and devastated. And so the DJ was like, well, let's get the party started up again. And he started playing music. So everybody just started dancing again. And I ran off to another side of the boat. And my mother came in there and some of my girlfriends and you know, they was holding me, hugging me, because I was crying. I was so hurt. I was like, how can he do that in front of all our family and friends? How could he embarrass me like that? And he sat up there and told me that he loved me. What should I do? I'm ready to end this relationship. How dare he tell me no in front of everybody? Wow. This is tough. Wow. You know what? I'm going to call you Washington, D.C. And Washington, D.C., this is a tough one. First of all, I want to say that I'm sorry that that happened to you. Um, No one wants to get embarrassed in front of family, loved ones, friends, coworkers. So I can imagine how you must have felt. You did this big old birthday bash, spending a lot of money. You rented out a yacht, so I can imagine. That was a lot of money that you spent. And it's not even about the money. You did it because you love him. Evidently, you love him because you proposed to him. (sighs) I'm just sorry that it didn't work out for you. And it could have been the perfect way to end the birthday bash if he said yes but moving forward I wouldn't say in the relationship right away and I'm gonna tell you why first of all it's nothing wrong with a woman if she wants to propose to a man now back in my day you know I come from the traditional old school ways it's always been traditional for a man to propose to a woman But things have changed over the years. And so now it's nothing wrong with a woman proposing to a man. Just like a man is afraid to be rejected, a woman is afraid to be rejected. And in this case, you feel rejected because he did not accept your proposal to get married. But this is something for any other ladies that might be thinking about doing this with your boo or your boyfriend or your man. You want to think about some things like, for one, is he ready? You might be ready, but you have to be honest with yourself and say, do you really believe he is ready? Because a lot of times guys, they could be happy in a relationship, but they're not ready to take it to that next level. Okay. And so this is where you talk, communicate, have those conversations but they call it pillow talk, you know, after you have been intimate or just when you've had some time where you guys can have those one-on-one conversations. This is when you can talk and this is this is when you can find out if you both on the same page because you might be on chapter five and he's still on chapter one of your relationship. So number one, you wanna make sure that he is ready and the only way to find out if he's ready is to have a real conversation and let him know, hey, have you thought about taking our relationship to the next level? Do you think, you know, I would be the one that you would want to, you know, wake up to every morning to and go to sleep to every night? You know, do you, when you look at me, am I your forever girl, your forever woman, forever lover? You know, so these are some of the things that you can ask. And then you want to make sure that your relationship is strong. This is when you got to test the temperature on your relationship. You know, are you guys happy most of the time? 
Or are you finding yourself having a lot of arguments and disagreements, going to sleep without, you know, saying I love you or I'm sorry to each other? So these are some things that you want to look at. And then you got to consider your partner's thoughts and feelings on marriage. Have he said to you that he's ready to get married? Did he ever tell you that this is something he's looking forward to? Have y'all even talked about marriage? You know, is he old school? Is he, you know, against marriage? You know, what kind of family background does he come from? Is his parents still together? You know, these are some things that you want to think about. And then you want to also realize, is he a traditional guy? You know, like he said, he wanted to propose to you when the time is right. So it sounds like he's more of a traditional man that he feels like he should be the one to get on his knees and propose to you. So who to say he was not ready to propose to you soon? Maybe this is on his mind. You don't know because it sounds like maybe you guys haven't really talked about. I understand this was a surprise, but sometimes when we surprise people, we get surprised. And it's not always a good surprise. So that's why it's important to talk about those kind of things. Now, something you could have done, and this is something I would suggest to any other woman that's thinking about proposing, I would buy two rings. One that you could give to him. And if he want to flip the script and say, no, I'm not going to accept your proposal because I want to propose to you. This way, you got a ring for him already. Now, he could always upgrade later on, but he might want to reverse that and say, no, you get up off your knees and let me get on my knees to propose to you because I was feeling the same way. Now, that would have been awesome if that could have happened in this situation that he said, you know what? I'm going to switch this. I'm going to get on my knees because I want to propose to you on my birthday. That would have been beautiful, but you know, it didn't happen, but that's okay. But that doesn't mean that it's not going to happen. You don't know what his intentions are. So I would say, in this case, it sounds like you really love this guy. And it sounds like he loves you too. He might not just be at that point of the relationship to take it to the next level. So I would say, from this point on, you need to sit down and talk to him. Tell him how you feel. You have to be honest. You got to let him know how you felt hurt and embarrassed, you know, and then you want to ask him why you didn't accept my proposal. Listen to what he say. This is how you would know if this is your person or not. If he say it's too soon or I don't know if I want to ever get married or I come from a family that we don't believe in getting married. You know, if he said any of those negative things, then you might have to look and, and observe and, and think about this and really say, hmm, is this my person? Now, he might say to you, I love you, and I do see us eventually getting married, or I do see that you will be my wife one day, or I will eventually like to propose to you. Okay, then let's break down the timeline. You know, not saying you're giving him an ultimatum, not saying he got to give you an exact date, But you want to get an idea that you guys are on the same page. So say, okay, we'll be talking a year, two years, five years. You don't know. And then this way, you'll know if this is something you want to deal with. Now, if he's saying maybe like a year, okay, maybe you want to give him that year. Or if he's saying, I don't know, I can't really give you a time. Then that's when you have to make a decision. Are you willing to wait for that? I don't know time. You don't know when that time might be. It could be It could be tomorrow. It could be next week. It could be five years. Or it could be forever. So you got to ask yourself, are you willing to wait? Do this sound like this is your person? Because when it's your person, you guys usually on the same page. You should be on the same page. You should have those things in common. You know, just as much as you want him, in that way, he should want you. So I would say talk with him and listen to what he's saying. A lot of times, if we just be quiet and listen to our significant other, they will tell us exactly how they truly feel. Now, we may not always want to hear it, and we may not even want to accept it, but we can listen and find out the truth. So I would say sit down with him and ask him, 
Do you see me being your forever? Do you want me to be in your life forever? Or are we just having fun? And tell them to be honest. Be truthful. Say, tell me the truth. Be a man about it. And if he, whatever he tell you, even if it might hurt you, you rather find out now the truth than keep waiting and waiting and waiting and that time never come. And now you've wasted all of your youthful years where you could have been with a man who really wanted you and appreciate you and is your person. So I will give him the benefit of the doubt. You know, just let him know he was wrong for that because he could have took you somewhere privately. He could have said, excuse us, you know, guests, we'll be right back. He could have took you in a room to do that instead of kind of embarrassing you in front of everybody. So I will at least let him know how you felt about that. And if he's right, I'm hoping he's the the right kind of guy um, that he will apologize for that, you know, really apologize. And I really don't know what happened after that was over. Was the party over at that point or did people keep still partying? I know you said you kind of ran off and your mother and some of your friends came after you. So I kind of wonder what happened with the rest of the party at that point. You know, did you just kind of play it off? Did the party kind of wrap up after that? I know people started dancing, but I just wanted to know what was the feeling at that point? How, how was the environment? How was the vibe after that point? I know you didn't feel like partying anymore. I know you didn't feel like celebrating anymore. But I just wanted to know. But again, talk to your boo. Let him know how you feel. And then listen to him. Listen to him, queen. If he's telling you he need time, He don't know. He got to think about it. You know, he want to get to know you more, better. If he can't give you some kind of indication of a time frame, then it might be time for you to move on because you don't want to waste your time with someone who's not on the same page as you because there's too many good men out there. I know people say, no, it ain't no good man out. That's not true. It's still some good men out there. And if this is not your person, your person is still out there and he's looking for you. He's looking for you. So don't waste your time with someone that won't appreciate you as the beautiful queen that I know you are. So if he doesn't want you, wish him well and move on with your life. But if he wants you, then he's going to make it right and he's going to do it big and grand and it's going to be epic and I can't wait to hear the follow-up. But I wish you the best. But to all my ladies out there that's thinking about proposing to your boo, think about what happened to this young lady. You really want to make sure that you guys are on the same page because no one wants to feel rejected, especially in a grand way like that. So think about it, ladies. For me, I'm old school. I just feel like if you can let your man propose to you. That's just me. I'm old school. Like I said, the new schoolers, you know, y'all do your own thing. There's nothing wrong with that. But for me, I just feel that that is a man's role to propose to a woman. This way, you know, he's choosing you. Okay. He's choosing you. He's letting you know when he gets on that knee and he pull that ring out, he's letting you know that he only wants to be with you. He choosing you to be his forever. So that's what I would do. But good luck to you, D.C., Washington, D.C. And again, to all my Washington, D.C. listeners, thank you for supporting your girl, Tough Tiff, and listening to the show. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That was a really good question. Oh, my gosh. All right, y'all, we about to switch lanes because we on our last question. And I hope to get some follow-up from questions from other shows I've had and also this show. But thank you. Thank you so much for your good questions. I'm telling you, you always keep me on my toes. Y'all keep me. I always have to put my thinking cap because like I said all the time, not only am I trying to help you, but you're helping me as well. This is how we make our own relationships better and healthier. And also it helps us to know what we should be looking for when we're looking for a new person or our person. Um, And for ladies, you shouldn't have to look at all. He's supposed to look for you. All you want to do is just be happy with yourself. As long as you take care of yourself, be happy with who you are. Don't try to put on no airs because he's supposed to love you just as you are with all your shortcomings, flaws, 
scars and marks. You are just who you're supposed to be. You're just enough. You're more than enough. So don't let anyone put pressure on you or make you feel like you have to do certain things to enhance yourself because you are enough. God made you just the way he wanted you to be made and you are perfect as you are. And believe me, your Mr. Right is out there and he's waiting on you. He's looking for you. So just continue to be who you are, as beautiful as you are, and you will connect very soon. All right, so we about to switch lanes. Let's check both sides, because like I said, we got to look out for those red flags. We got to think about the people that we're meeting and what are their intentions. Are these people going to be in our lives for a lifetime? Are they going to be in our lives seasonal? You know, there's a reason and a season for everything. Even when we meet people, some people come in our lives to teach us a lesson. Some people come in our lives just for a season. They just to fulfill that season in our life and then they have to move on. And then we have people that we meet for a lifetime and those are our forever, that's our everlasting. And so you gotta know what person you're meeting. Are you meeting a person that's gonna teach you a lesson to make you a better person, to help you to understand what you what what you should deserve, what you should expect in a relationship, or is it a season? Maybe that particular season you were lonely, that particular season you needed to, you know, be reassured how beautiful you are, how special you are, whatever that season might have been. Or maybe this is your person, this is your lifetime, and this person finally came into your life, and now it made sense when you met the person who taught you a lesson and the person that came in your life for a season. Now you're like, I finally met my lifetime and now it made sense now it was worth all of the heartaches and the hardships and the struggles and the challenges and the hiccups that you went through because now you have the right person in your life so think about that ladies and gentlemen when you're meeting people don't get upset don't be hurt when people come and go because again it's a lesson it's a season or it's a lifetime those are the three people that you will meet in your lifetime So just know the difference. All right. All right. Well, here is our last question for the day. (laughs) I promise you, this is a good one. All right. His name is Joe. Okay, Joe. I'm going to call you Big Joe. All right. Here's (laughs) here's the question for Big Joe. It's not funny, but I I just have an imagination out of this world. So I try to you know, kind of close my eyes and picture um, when people are explaining a situation. But anyway, here we go. Here's the question from Big Joe. He says, Dear Tough Tiff, I really love your show, especially when you do tell Tough Tiff all about it because you really give some good advice and I hope you can help me in my situation. So I have been with my lady for a long time. I'm not going to say how long, but we've been together for a long time and we know everything about each other. But the thing is, in the beginning of our relationship, our sex was fire. We did everything you could think of and some. And my girl, she was down with wherever I wanted to have sex. We would go different places, everywhere on the beach, in the car, in the garage. We did it. It was no issues, but now, She's so lazy. She don't want to do nothing. She always talking about she's tired, she's sleepy, or she had a bad day. She's not in the mood. We have to do it another time. And she's giving me all these excuses. And I love her. And I don't want to step out on her. And I'm not using that as an excuse. I haven't stepped out on my lady because I do love her. But she is so lazy now. And I don't know what else to do. You know, I keep telling her, you know, you've changed. And she was like, no, I haven't changed. She was just like, I'm just being selfish. I'm always thinking about myself. I don't know what to do, Tough Tiff, but a man have needs and my lover is lazy. (laughs) Okay, well, Big Joe, (laughs) you know what? I can look at this both ways, okay? Because... Just like you say, your lady is lazy, 
You got men that's lazy too, okay? So in this case, I don't know what kind of work she does. I don't know if she work. I don't know if she wants to stay at home. I don't know if you guys have kids together. So I'm not sure of that background. But something that happens, and I'm going to be honest, you know, when you've been with a person for a long time, sometimes people get comfortable in a relationship and they tend to fall back on the things they did in the beginning because we all know how it is at the beginning of a relationship. It's exciting. It's fun because you're getting to know each other and you're learning all the good, the bad, the habits, the, the favorite things that you like. So you try to do everything right. You know, this is what I call wearing a mask. In the beginning, we all wear a mask because we want to, you know, be our very best version of ourselves because you're trying to impress you know first impression is very important so in the beginning everything is good you're trying to do everything right you're trying to be perfect but then after so long the mask starts to peel right and then the mask eventually comes off and now you get to see the real person that you are involved with And some of the things you may not have seen in the beginning because they were trying to give you the best version of themselves. But now they feel comfortable with you. So some of them things that they did in the beginning, they like, oh, you know, we good. We've been together for a while now. I ain't got to do all that. And so that happens. And that happens a lot with women. You know, like in the beginning, she probably wore sexy lingerie and kept her hair and face made up. And now maybe she don't do that. You know, maybe now she just put a bonnet on her head and, you know, wear a raggedy T-shirt, gown, or, you know, just throw on anything, no makeup, none of that. But ladies, 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 what you did in the beginning is how you got to continue to do it in order to keep him wanting you, desiring you, thinking about you, looking forward to spending time with you. So ladies, don't change. And I know I get it, ladies. We tired. I understand. We have a lot to do. We work. We have kids. Some of us have grandkids. You have a lot of responsibilities outside of work. You might be involved in social organizations and things of that nature, active in church. So I get it. As ladies, we have a lot of things that we're responsible for. We play a lot of different roles in our lives. But at the end of the day, this man that you with, you chose to be with this man. So you know what kind of man he is. And like Big Joe say, men have needs. That's true. Just like women have needs. But we as ladies, we want to always make our men feel that they got a prize. Because we are the prize. But you want to look like you the prize. You, I mean, it's all right every now and then, you know, to come to, come to bed, maybe with a bonnet on your head. But don't make it an everyday thing. When he comes home from work, all he sees is a bonnet on your head, no makeup on, no pretty gown, or at least look presentable, smell good. You want to make him desire you. You want him to be thinking about you throughout the day like, oh, I can't wait to get home to my lady. I can't wait to get home to my boo. So ladies, I know we tired. I get that. But we can't be too tired that we don't satisfy the man. And then satisfy him, put him to sleep, and now you can relax. And I'm not saying you got to be submissive to him all the time. Because there are some times, hey, you tired, you tired. And he have to respect that. But for the most part, ladies, let's learn how to satisfy our men. But first, always look your best. Always. Not just for the man, but you should want to look best, look your best for yourself. You should always want to look good. And then number two, always smell good. Even if you're not wearing sexy lingerie, at least look presentable. You know, let them come home to you looking presentable, looking good. It shouldn't always be just when you're going to work, you look good. Or you're going out somewhere special, you look good. You want to look good in the house. Let him come home to you seeing you looking your very best. And that will give him a reason to want to rush home to you. So ladies, let's do that. And then girlfriends, come on. You got to give them the goods. You got to give them the goods. You got to make them feel good after he had a long day at work. He needs that satisfaction. And we need it too. So it goes both ways. It goes both ways. And then for the men out there, you got some lazy men. You got some men out there that just want to 
hit it and quit it and they go to sleep. Mm-mm. You got to satisfy that woman. You got to make that woman desire you just as much as you may desire her. What are you doing to satisfy her? What are you doing to make her want to look beautiful, look sexy when you come home? If, if she knows you're going to satisfy her, come on now. And you know what I mean. If you're going to satisfy her in every way, then I promise you, she's going to want to return the favor. But what are you doing, Big Joe? To all my Big Joes out there, what are you guys doing to make your woman have the desire to want to satisfy you like that? You know, you got you to gotta do something. Bring flowers home, balloons. Take her out. Wine her and dine her. Compliment her. Let her know she's sexy. You know, you, you thinking about her. Send her a sexy text message. Give her a card. Let her know that you thinking about her or you want her or you desire her or you feeling her. Let your woman know how sexy she is. Sometimes we as women have to hear compliments from our man because you might hear it outside in the streets, but it's nothing like when you hear from your man, when your man say, oh, your hair looks pretty. Oh, I like your nails or your toes look good. Oh, you smell good. What is that you're wearing? Oh, I like that outfit. Is that new? It looks good on you. We need to hear that as women from our men. So to all my big Joes out there, make sure you're doing your part because it's so easy to point the finger and say, oh, my, my lover is lazy. But why is she lazy? What have you done to make her want to desire you, want to be intimate with you, want to satisfy you? So you got to think about it, big Joe. And to all my big Joes out there, what are you guys doing? to make your woman desire you just as much as you desire her. And to all my ladies, if you have a lazy Big Joe or or any other man, you got to let him know what satisfies you, what makes you feel good, what makes you happy, you know, what you need more of. There's nothing wrong with telling your man or your woman what satisfies you. What makes you feel good? If you can't tell your man or woman or lover, then you already in trouble. Because you can't assume somebody know if they satisfying you or not unless you tell them. Don't let that man think he's doing something good and he's not. Tell him the truth. But you can do it in a respectful way. I'm not saying hurt his feelings. But first, like I always say, always say what's good first. That's important. Always say good, the good stuff. Get that out the way. You know, pump them up, make them feel good. You know, ego is important for a man. Then slowly, and you don't have to be negative about it. You can just say, you know what? I love it when you do this. Or that makes me feel so good when you say this. Or wow, I wish you did more of this because that was just great. You know, you can say suggesting something without making it seem negative. So now he's listening. So when he's listening to that, he's saying, oh, she likes that. She just want me to do it more. Or she love it when I say this. Okay, so she just want me to say it more. See, that's what they'll hear when you put it that way. But don't say, I wish you did this because you don't never do this. Now it's coming off in a negative way. And so it's going through one ear and going out the other. But you want to compliment and then give a suggestion on what you really like that they do or what you miss what they do that was so good or what they would say that made you feel good. When you put it that way, he'll take it in a positive way. Okay, so good luck to all you big Joes out there with the lazy women and to all my women with any lazy big Joes out there. Communicate with each other. Tell each other what makes each other feel special, what make each other feel good. And I promise you, not only will the relationship get better, but the sex will be great. (laughs) I'm telling you, sex is good when it's between two adults that love each other, care about each other. You know, yeah, we can have the flings and all that stuff. But we, if we're looking for something a little more stable, if we're looking for our forever, those one nights, those quickies, you know, they only last so long. It's temporary pleasure. But if you're not looking for temporary pleasure, you want something long lasting. Then when you're looking for those people, you're meeting those people. Make sure. What is these people you're meeting? Is it a lesson? Is it a season or is this your lifetime? And accept those people when they come into your life for who they are and then move on. But I wish you the best, Big Joe. 
I hope your lazy lover gets better, but I will encourage you to do something more or say something more in a positive way to encourage your lover to get better. And I guarantee that she will. But that was a good question. Wow. These are some good questions, guys. I'm telling you, y'all bring it every time. I hope you enjoyed the show and I hope you learned something. I hope it encouraged you or enlightened you. And thank you because this helps me to make my relationship better. So I thank you, thank you, thank you. And I just want to say that I'm going to take a little summer break because it is summertime now. Summertime, summer, summertime. So I'm going to take a little break, but I will be back in a month. So this will give you an opportunity to listen to some of my other past shows of Tell Tough Tiff All About It or maybe one of your special guests that you really enjoyed or maybe a Motivational Monday But take time and listen to the shows that I have already done. And I want to thank you so much to all of my listeners all around the world. I even got people in China listening. Thank you, guys. I appreciate that. Continue to listen to Tiff the Truth. I will be back next month. I promise I'll be back next month. I'm just taking a month off for the summer because, like I said, it's very important. Your mental well-being is very important. Sometimes you need time to just step away and take care of you because I can only be a better version of myself when I take time for myself and I want to encourage all of you to do the same don't burn yourself out you got to know when to say no you got to know when it's time to sit down and relax and just be quiet meditate pray exercise whatever you got to do don't forget you got to take care of yourself because when you're healthy That's how you can move on and build healthier relationships and everlasting relationships. And people are attracted to people who are happy with themselves. Believe it or not, a man can see when a woman is happy with herself, confident with herself, feel that she's beautiful. Just like a man who's confident about himself, feel he's the the, the full package. A woman can see that and is attracted to that. So always take time for yourself. So this way, when you are involved in those relationships, those relationships will be healthy and they will last and you will be happy. Okay? All right. Well, we're ready to exit off the freeway of love. Please be careful as you move over. You don't want to get hit. And when you get hit, that's when things happen in relationships. You could get hit with betrayal. You could get hit with lies. You could get hit with being embarrassed. You get hit with, with abuse. So you got to watch out for all those red flags. But as you get off the freeway of love, don't be afraid to find love. Don't be afraid to accept or embrace love. Take a leap of faith. Sometimes you got to take a chance. Somebody might be right in front of you that is the person that God sent for you. So let's keep our eyes wide open when people come into our lives and see what their intentions are. Do they have good intentions? Do they have bad intentions? Are they in your your life to make you happy, to uplift you, to encourage you, to make you better? Or are they trying to break you? Are they trying to bring you down? So watch out for those red flags and watch out for the good flags that you see in a relationship. But I wish you the best on your journey of love. Please have a wonderful summer. And I'll talk to you guys next month. And I will be bringing brand new episodes to you. Hopefully new guests as well. So I look forward to talking to all of you. Take care of your families and yourselves. And don't forget to smile because it looks good on you. And I'm your girl, Tough Tiff. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.